for November 14th, 2019. It's the Lullabot Podcast. It's the Lullabot Podcast, episode 241. I'm Matt Cleave, a senior developer at Lullabot. With me, as always, co-host of the show, senior front-end developer, Mike Herschel. That was the best introduction of, I think, any podcast ever. So, Mike, I'm just going to I'm gonna slap the hood of the car. Be like, this content management system can fit so many nodes. <laughs> That's the worst podcast meme ever well you know I, <laughs> drupal I, meme do you want do you want to take it for a ride sure i know somebody who can help us who adam bergstein <laughs> right. no way yeah that was pretty good so yeah so uh with us today we have adam bergstein adam for those that do not know him is a director of engineering at aquia and a project lead of simply test Nerdstein on Twitter, but that e, that first E is really a three. And Nerdstein on Drupal.org, but there's no three. It's an E. Both E's. <laughs> not confusing. Someone right. stole it on Twitter. Mike. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. I'm sure. not real happy about that, but hey. Oh, whatever whatever the excuse is. Uh, yeah, so uh, welcome, Adam. Yeah, thank you so much. Nice to be here. Uh, thanks for having me on. So, yeah. So Adam, you're you're the project lead of simplytest.me, right? That's what we'll call it. That is correct. So, so do the, we call it simplytestme or simplytest.me? Um sometimes I just call it simplytest. Uh the domain is simplytest.me, so whatever you want it goes by all the things. Okay. The uh yeah. the top level domain of the country of Montenegro. So. <laughs> <laughs> to be a DrupalCon trivia question right there. Yeah. Not to be confused yeah. with Drupalize me, but simply test me. So w- yeah. what exactly is it? Can Tell me about it. So simply test me. I mean, its primary goal is to try to give or provide a free, um, easy to use platform to spin up Drupal instances. And those instances can test patches or test specific modules or themes. Um, you can test installs or do a, you know, a full automated install. Uh, but it's really designed to try to give people like testing systems that they can try out, that they can learn Drupal, that they can use it for free and spin it up very quickly without having uh, a lot of intimate knowledge around how to do that in Drupal or how to use Drush or how to set up the infrastructure behind it. Gotcha. So they navigate to a website and they hit a button and it spins up their own, their very own environment of Drupal. That's correct. Cool. And then they can log into this. They have a username and password. Does it give them that or is it just like admin admin or how does that work? Uh, It's admin admin, but um, Mm -hmm. it is automated for them uh, and it is consistent and documented on the homepage uh, under the FAQs. So yeah, it's easy to uh, just get logged in and then you can configure it, poke around, um, set things up, test things out. Uh, Yeah. And it's, it's done really well. I think for a lot of uh, contribution workflows as well, like people can, um, very easily and readily install a patch uh, 
if they, they write and they need a, a clean system to test it on. Uh, so a lot of people that do work on core, work on community projects, they, they make heavy use of it. Gotcha. I gotcha. So uh, let's, let's maybe start getting the background of this, uh, of Simply Test Me. So Simply Test Me has been all, been around for for quite a while, correct? Yeah, that is correct. Yeah, I think it dates, I want to say that it was Drupal 5 maybe of when wow. it came out. Um, and it's you know, been around, I think, for over 12 years now, I believe, and has had a lot of incremental improvements, especially as major versions of Drupal has come out. It's, you know, Simply Test has been, you know, it's had features rolled in and rolled in and rolled in and rolled in, uh, you know, each time uh, and incrementally. So there's like a, a public issue queue. All the code is open source uh, today. It's on Drupal.org and people can go in and file issues when things don't work. Uh, they can also, um, you know, let me know if they want feature requests. Like that's how the um, the, the uh, manual installer came about is people wanted to be able to test the install process. So they didn't want that fully automated. Okay. So we put in a checkbox to do that and gave people the ability to turn that on or turn that off. Is Simply Test Me built on Drupal? Uh, the application layer is, it's entirely Drupal. Um, there's a few uh, composer projects that are brought in. Uh, yeah. So we make use of like um, a Git library and a couple other um, uh, open source projects and things that we just basically bring in and make use of. Uh, but the underlying infrastructure is developed. Um, we did a major, major overhaul of that uh, recently. And we switched it from a very bespoke kind of custom infrastructure that was mm -hmm. based on like a really robust lamp stack um, to something that is now driven through um, kind of containers and using a tool called Tugboat QA. Yeah, we're, we're familiar with Tugboat. So I thought you might have heard of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so since Mike first said, and you go to a website, I actually went to that website and I, I clicked on the, uh, the button that said I wanted to spin up a new Drupal commerce environment just because I haven't seen that in quite a while. Um, and it's running now and it's final polish 88% and soon I assume I'll have a Drupal commerce environment for me to, oh, it's finishing now. Cool. That didn't take oh, wow. just a couple of minutes, I guess, to to yep. get, get an environment going. And there was that notification at the top saying, hey, um, we do have a new backend system, so report any discrepancies you might find. Tell us about Tugboat and how it's working for Simply Test Me these days. Yeah, I mean, one of the primary benefits of Tugboat is it's ephemeral, right? Um, as the years went on with the old system, we were constantly having to support multiple versions of PHP, uh, even multiple MySQL configurations. Uh, and that was really challenging for one infrastructure to support, like one server. And uh, that the technical debt was, was mounting in that uh, tremendously. I mean, over you know, 12 years running incremental releases of, of what Simply Test needed to support across major versions of Drupal, you could imagine that 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 server and that system really, um, you know, needed to be overhauled. Uh, there was a but, lot of custom. So was it just like one there. server? That yeah, there was. Yeah, it was uh, engineered to support more than one server, but we are fully 
sponsored by other people and other uh, other places. So the the project itself really doesn't. Um, it conventionally has never had uh, really any sponsorship. So uh, one way that um, some companies help simply test is they would pay for those servers before, mm-hmm. and uh, really it, it lasted with one backend server for a very very long time, uh, and the service was. Oh, you know, going down routinely and having some challenges. And it was very, very hard to keep up with all of the new technologies. And so uh, Tugboat specifically actually was really helpful because it is a lot more ephemeral in nature. Um, Each instance can have its own configuration. It's not going to affect other instances that are running because they're all running in their own containers and their own spaces. Uh, And I think Tugboat offered a really nice um, scripting integration and a nice API that allowed simply tests to make use of that and then customize each instance as needed. So it was a really good fit and it's a lot safer and, and much more sound uh, architecturally that I think is offering now a better service um, to end users. So it, just yeah. in case somebody hasn't heard of Tugboat, I think we should probably talk a little bit about it, don't you suppose, Mike? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So I'll, I will. I will let you handle that. <laughs> sure. Uh, so Tugboat is a project from Lullabot. Uh, some Lullabot folks have been working on it for I don't know incrementally for years now. I suppose. Um, it's like twenty thirteen, I believe. Yeah, and it, deployment previews for every pull request is kind of the idea driving Tugboat um, and how we use it. Um, so if I'm on a project and I have a ticket that's, hey, change this uh, content type. So I go through and I change the content type and I make it like it should be. And then I push my branch in a pull request and Tugboat fires up and builds an environment just for that pull request. And somebody can jump in and QA it and say, yes, Matt, you did it right. Um, merge it. And being ephemeral is really great because every little change can have its own environment and anybody without any technical requirements on their computer, like you don't need a local install to test um, changes and it's great. It, you know, it builds quickly. It comes and it goes and it does everything it needs to do. Sounds about right to me. Okay. Um, So let's talk a little bit about history of simply test me. (laughs) Um, so my understanding is, so, so you said it was, it was around since what, 2000 or, or since Drupal five ish days and yeah, I was speculating on that. Yeah. Well, you're talking, okay. yeah, it's 10 years or so then, right? Yeah. Maybe. More than, yeah, 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 yeah. And, um, so it was created by someone else. How, how did it come? Do you know how it came to be? How did you become involved? And, uh, yeah, just tell us a story on that. Yeah, um, I can give my end of it, uh, I'm sure. So the previous maintainer, the previous lead was uh, Patrick, and his Drupal.org handle was Patrick D. And I think just over time, he um, you know, really kind of just lost interest and lost passion for maintaining the project. And I, I think it kind of was dormant for a little while. I, don't, I think it was getting a little bit behind, especially around Drupal 8. And he didn't have a lot of energy or a lot of time to commit to to doing it. And he, on Simply Test, he posted, um, you know, a public issue for, you know, you know, what I would call like proper 
transition. Uh, and it was an open call for participation, like for a new lead. And um, I have known about Simply Test for a really long time and um, even used it when I started using Drupal a long time ago. Feels like forever ago now. Um, and I know that uh, it definitely has the potential and is capable of being a a tool that is significantly helpful for people that are new to Drupal to help get them into the community, to help them learn the tool, to help them like reduce the barriers really uh, of entry that people, you know, to learn the system and learn about Drupal itself. And, and I took that avenue a long time ago and uh, I really didn't want to see the project, um, you know, go by the wayside. I felt like it, it still had a lot of value uh, you know, right around the time, you know, Drupal 8 adoption was, uh, coming about. I mean, I've now been maintaining it for, uh, I want to say about a year and a half approximately. And, you know, around that time, Drupal 8 adoption was really starting to take off. Um, and that introduced a lot of new technical tools, things that, you know, I think were a little bit more technical in nature compared to previous versions of Drupal, like introducing Composer um, and stuff like that. And, you know, it just would have been a shame to see it kind of go by the wayside. Um, but, you know, really it was in its state at that point. Um, I think Patrick really did a great job of maintaining it for years and years and years and years. But by the time I got it, it definitely needed some love. And I think it needed a new vision and needed some new energy behind it. And, um, but it was very fragile. Um, you know, there wasn't even a development environment to work off of. Uh, the infrastructure was very bespoke and it was hard to spin up other um, instances of it. And that, you know, obviously comes at a cost as well. So there's just a lot of things going on with the system that needed to be uh, revisited. And, uh, but someone needed to, to tend to it and someone needed to, to move it forward. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you picking up the, picking that up and, and, and making this happen, uh, it's obviously doing pretty good. So, so thanks for that. Um, what is involved with the uh, maintenance of Simply Test Me, and like how has that changed since since you took it over? Yeah, I think that's the number one real benefit of using Tugboat at this point. Right, uh, is a lot of the the maintenance around the actual infrastructure piece now has been completely it's it's completely gone. Right. Uh, or owned by the Tugboat team directly. You know, my role now is making sure that those Tugboat instances are configured properly on a case-by-case -case basis. Uh, most of that logic has now been moved directly into the Drupal application that is running Simply Test Me. And that is fantastic because it reduces um, a huge number of, of dependencies uh, under the hood, you know, custom bash scripts and load balancers and SSL certificate management and the web servers, the database servers, all of that stuff is, is just goes away. So the maintenance now is actually focused a lot more on the end user experience and getting uh, the features to work well and simply test. And that's a really great focus and a good use of time and uh, offloading a lot of that uh, infrastructure responsibility has just been such a huge benefit um, to the project and I think the service itself. So 
uh, it's been it's been really great. That is awesome. That is awesome. So, um, looking at the website right now, um, to kind of put a, a little mildly, it looks the, the front end kind of looks a little dated design wise. Yeah, I don't know if you. I don't know if you've noticed this, Adam. I I have <laughs> noticed it, um, but we we have to pick our battles, Mike. No, um, I, 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 I'm 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 a front end person, so I was just yeah. I was just asking. But I do but, have some news for you. Um, go ahead. So the the vision that I laid out when I took over the project, which was probably the main reason why um, why I was asked to take it over, mm-hmm. uh, there was really two main focuses. One was really modernizing the infrastructure, and the second was um, rebuilding Simply Test Me and Drupal eight. Mm-hmm. Right now, it's actually running Drupal seven, and uh, we already are about 60% done in creating Ooh. a brand new shiny Drupal 8 system that has a fresh design. Whoa. Uh, and there's been a ton of contributors to that already. Uh, the whole UI is built on React now. Ooh. And it's highly refined in terms of the experience that people get. It's, it's um, actually even more feature rich than the current system. Uh, and I think will be a really major benefit to to the users. Yeah. Ooh, that is awesome. That's 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 good news. That's the next big piece. Yep. When you when you're building something like this, or you're maintaining something like this, or even designing it for the future, you have to think about who's going to be using it. Who is the uh, the the target market for somebody using Simply Test? It's a great question. I would classify, I would say our personas really focus on a couple core audiences. We have uh, those brand new to Drupal that don't understand all of the underlying uh, tooling. Uh, and, you know, that could be like um, people like that want to try it out, like evaluators, I would say. What, what is um, also, this Drupal thing? Yeah, what is this Drupal thing? Um, yeah. <laughs> And uh, I would say that's that's one audience. Another audience are are beginners that maybe want to learn the concepts of Drupal. Uh, they want a quick and easy place to maybe load a module and just try something out. So I I would say those um, uh, maybe I would also consider those people to be evaluators, but maybe more of a technical, mm-hmm. uh, more solutions architects maybe. Uh, could be one framing of that. But then I would also say it's really targeted for um, developers that don't want all the overhead of, you know, maintaining their own local solutions or going through patchwork flows. And, you know, Simply Test offers them a very clean and easy to use way to spin up sandboxes that can test patches to validate issues to, you know, push things to RTBC uh, or to see if something breaks, right? And I think that that's really positive because, um, you know, maintaining a local system and, you know, changing branches and resetting commits and doing all of that stuff can be very time intensive. Um, whereas loading a patch on drupal.org and spinning up a totally fresh system is actually a little bit more appealing and unassuming. Yeah, definitely. Anything you can do to lower, lower the barrier. Um, yep. Doesn't the Dreaditor browser plugin have integration with Simply Test Me or something along that lines? 
Sure does. Yeah, there's yeah. A, a button inside of Dreaditor. Like if you're reviewing a patch or looking at that, that it says, you know, spin up on Simply Test Me. And the entire Simply Test interface is actually like open. It has its own kind of micro API that you can um, pass a whole bunch of parameters to and it spins up these instances for you automatically. It's pretty neat. Um, yeah. For those of you that don't know, Dreaditor, um, just was it D-R-E-D-I-T-O-R? Yeah. It's like DR <laughs> editor, right? Yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. Or do, yeah. <laughs> it is a browser plugin. Not to be uh, confused with Dr. Editor. Yeah, that's it's what not I was a, just gonna it's say. Not a real doctor. <laughs> uh it's a browser plugin that uh I th- I think it works with both I think there's versions for both Chrome and Firefox. And um if you're on Drupal.org and you're looking at patches, uh, the first thing you'll do is it'll kind of open up patches in a uh, really slick uh, kind of interface where you can create comments and you can put your comments into, uh, y- y- you can leave like code comments and then move that into the issue comment. And uh, it'll also put a nice little simply test me button in there that I guess. Even just, even just reading patches. a patch is, is a whole lot easier in my opinion on Dreaditor. Um, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, why I have it. Just to, you know, if I'm reading an issue and there's a patch, I, I, you know, click on the new link that's presented there, and I can, totally, I can yeah. read it a little easier. And yeah, sure, make comments and stuff. But spinning up a simply test me, I didn't even know that was an option. So that's cool. You mentioned that uh, you have a new front end coming into simply test me uh, with Drupal eight now, and and you said it's going to open up some additional options. Uh, yep. Can you uh, maybe give us a preview on what those options are? Yeah, totally. Um, the uh, there is an open issue with the the actual um, wireframe of the new UI. Um, one of the biggest value adds right now is, uh, well, I'll give you the the current functionality, and it'll make sense once you hear that. Um, the current site only supports like patching workflows for one project and it's usually the main project, right? So you pick what your main project is. It could be, I want to run Drupal or I want to run password policy or uh, taxonomy menu. And you can load patches against that. There's like a section underneath like advanced options that say, you know, you can pick one or more patches that you want to load on that, right? But what's confusing is um, there's a whole other section that has additional projects, right? And those additional projects uh, don't, you're not allowed to install patches with those right now. And so what we've done was we've actually like unified the project and the patching interface to allow um, any number of patches across any number of projects, right? So we've softened that constraint and we've made uh, we've proposed an interface that is uh, what I believe a lot more simple or usable that you basically can just pick and choose what you want to install uh, with a few simple buttons and pasting in of some URLs of patches and you're pretty much good to go. That sounds pretty awesome. I'm sure a lot of people are going to find that useful. Yeah, I hope so. It's I mean we've had you know, a pretty direct limitation with that for a very long time now. And I think it's, it's time to expand on that and give people more, uh, more tools at their disposal. How much time does it take for you to spend on this project weekly or (laughs) monthly or whatever? (laughs) That's, that's like the million dollar question. Well, I don't know. Is it, I mean, 
what's, what's your billable? <laughs> yeah, there is no billable. Um, <laughs> there's uh, um, one of the things I would say is is it varies a lot, probably based on my motivation, primarily. Uh, when, especially when the system would go down, uh, you know, there were times I remember, like over the Christmas holiday, uh, I think it was last year. You know, we're coming up on the end of year again, but. Uh, I remember that the system kept having seg faults like all we all weekend long that one weekend it was like repeatedly going down and I remember spending probably that one weekend I probably spent about 30 hours <laughs> alone uh, working on that for like a I would say a, a three to five day period right wow yeah it was really annoying and uh, that was you know can exemplify the pain points um, and also, uh, I do want to thank like Greg Boggs and Elijah Lynn, who are also community, community members that have helped yeah. me, uh, in that, because I don't consider myself like an Uber systems expert, but they, they were able to really get into the weeds and help me find out what was happening there. Um, but, uh, they're, they're great. They were fantastic and, and in helping and were very self, uh, selfless with their time. Are there uh, others on the team as well? I mean, how big of a group of people are behind this? That's site? that's a good question. <laughs> so it's primarily me um, with some auxiliary help from uh, Greg and Elijah, mostly conventionally. Now that uh, the tugboat is in place, we haven't really uh, had to call them a whole lot. Uh, and they were very informed in helping with that decision as well. They asked a lot of great questions and they were really very helpful. Uh, but I do get a lot of help also from other folks in the community more in, in different ways. So like Amy June helps a lot with uh, social media for Simply Test and also for testing. She's she's like a superpower user uh, and, and helps to make sure that uh, the system is running well and is effective and, and hitting all the use cases. Uh, Jonathan Daggerhart uh, helped with the Simply Test implementation um, a good bit. He was um, kind of my, you know, architect review person, like my right hand bouncing ideas off of him and getting uh, some insight in the approach. And also he pitched in a lot with like the JavaScript that is running uh, through the UI today. So awesome. uh, yeah, it's really about it. But I also want to um, say that the the Tugboat team has been really, really helpful um, in getting this off the ground, uh, especially um, Ben and, um, you know, all the other folks, James, uh, Matt, like that that whole crew just has been super useful helping talk through the concepts and how the, um, how it should be wired together <laughs> to work properly uh, and efficiently. Uh, we went through an initial build of it that was very slow um, and really, I found out that I wasn't making use of one of the core features in Tugboat called base previews. Uh, and when I you know, stumbled on that and got some support from that crew, um, it was really, uh, that's really when things started to, to take off. Yeah, tug, Tugboat can build from nothing or build from something. And yep, turns out if you have a head start, it, it'll build faster. Yeah, fancy that, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was a really, really cool thing to find out. And it actually you know, made the experience of simply test a lot better, right? Instead of waiting for 
um, you know, multiple, multiple, multiple minutes um, around, you know, spinning up uh, an instance, it's now, um, you know, I would say it's like one minute or, or two minutes if you're doing something kind of complex. Uh, I just rolled in Drupal 9 support this week. Whoa. And the... Uh, Composer initiative has really revolutionized all of that logic. And now I, I kind of need to go back. <laughs> I need to go back to like the drawing board on that because if you spin up a Drupal 9 instance right now, it's still fairly slow. Um, but I, uh, I need to review that approach with like Greg Anderson and Ryan Aslett. And I need to get that nailed down to make use of both a base preview and a a clone of it um, because yeah, the, just all that composer work, which by the way is fantastic. If anyone isn't, hasn't taken a look at that, that whole team has really they're I mean, they're revolutionizing the way um, yeah. composer support is done with Drupal in a very, very positive manner. Um, but uh, simply test is downwind of that. Uh, and it's also making use now of Drush 10, the brand new version of Drush that just got released. So um, there's a lot of innovation rolled into that Drupal 9 build today that I think we're still fighting with a bit. So if people um, experience some pain points around it, I apologize. But it's at least it's there. And I think you know it was in place for uh, DrupalCon Amsterdam and did allow for people to contribute um, to Drupal 9 using Simply Test uh, during their contribution uh, day. We're talking Simply Test Me with Adam Bergstein on the Lullabot podcast. Coming up right after this, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, a little bit more about where where the project is going and where it's going to end up and maybe how you could actually support too. Coming up right after this. Hey, if I can interrupt for a second. Uh, hi there. This is Mike Anello. From whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, how did you how did you get here? Don't worry about it. I have all your passwords because you leave your computer open all the time. <laughs> so you, I can't be stopped. I can basically uh, jump in on your uh, on the Lullabot podcast whenever I want to talk about Florida Drupal Camp. Do you know anything about Florida Drupal Camp, Mike Herschel? As a matter of fact, co-organizer of Florida Drupal Camp, Michael O'Neill, I do know about this. I know it's going to be precisely 75 degrees Fahrenheit that weekend in February. You can register today. You can um, propose sessions today at fldrupal.camp. The event takes place Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, February 21st through 23rd. So there's yep. really no reason to continue listening to this podcast until after you <laughs> register. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, we have uh, three days. Uh, first day is training. Uh, do you want to talk a little bit about the training? There's going to be lots of it. Yeah, all right. All right. They're good, good, good. There's going to be lots of it. So first day is training. Second day is sessions. Lots of those as well. <laughs> Third day is half sessions, half day code sprint. Uh, contribution day. Oh, contribution. Oh, don't tell Amy June. All right. Contribution day. Yeah, and uh, we're going to be sprinting on uh, the uh, new uh, front-end theme for Drupal Olivero along with uh, several other things. Uh, do you remember what we did last year at the Contribution Sprint? Remember yes, we made I do, <laughs> as a matter of fact. We, you and I, and I think a couple other people, uh, yeah. sprinted on the Clippy April Fool's Day prank. Yep, yep, yep. If, if, if people went to drupal.org on April Fool's Day this past year, uh, you had a surprise with uh, the Microsoft Clippy there. Yeah. Hey, do you think other 
camp organizers are jealous that you and I kind of have cornered <laughs> the market on podcasts and Florida Drupal Camp? They should be. They totally should be. They should be. It's almost not fair, but oh well. that's the way it is. Well, the um, the Ned Camp folks, they uh, you know, their podcast talks about Ned Camp all the time, so it's yeah. not like we have a pure monopoly on it. Yeah, all right, all right. I'll 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 take that. All right, very good. All right, well, I've got work to do. I can't, you know, be, you know, coming in and taking over your podcast all the time. So I'm going to go back to uh, what I should be doing and uh, leave you to your podcast. All right, get to work. Thank you. See ya. So uh, welcome back to the Lillabot podcast. We're talking with Adam Bergstein, and we're talking about Simply Test Me, which is a service that allows you to quickly spin up a Drupal instance and kind of do whatever you want with it, including testing patches, modules, taking it for a spin. Make your own e-commerce store, like Make magically. Your own e-commerce. <laughs> it's only yeah. good for like 12 it, it hours. It dies in 24 hours. Oh, 20, it's 24 hours, the right, uh, the time for expiration. Yeah, yeah, well, we, we can work with that. You know, it'll, it'll have to go viral maybe, and then we'll... It'd be like selling, you know, really nefarious things. You know? <laughs> or, or, hang, or it's just trendy. It's like a pop-up shop, right? Isn't that what they're... Yeah. You know? It's just a, you yeah. never guess what the URL is going to be. <laughs> it's it's a lot of characters tugboat.qa and then something else is what the URL ends up being, right? Yeah, that sounds right. You can just start with the A's and then go down to the B's. <laughs> um, all right. So. Adam, real quick though, on that note, now that my evil evil brain is spinning, how do we keep bad things from happening on these instances? I, I think the fact that they're ephemeral cuts back a lot of the desire to do that. Um, and I think there's already a tremendous benefit in place of, of the way that um, the systems, the aspects of the system really can't talk to each other out in a public fashion. It's already locked down to do that. And I'm sure so, you can't send mail, right? Right. Exactly. That's caught through uh, actually through tugboat itself. And there's yeah. um also, just uh, really the only thing that's public is really the Drupal UI, which is not a lot different than a lot of other public Drupal sites. So uh, I think my biggest risk is is uh, finding out when people try to install things that, that do have security vulnerabilities. That's really the, the key. Uh, you know, it's really a Drupal.org governance thing of patches that might be flawed or uh, projects that, you know, could have holes in them, so to say. But that's that's a problem that I'm not able to solve. Readily. Yeah, and those problems would be isolated to that tugboat container too. So that's correct. Yeah, I don't. I, I mean, because of the nature of the project, that's not really solvable. You could have someone upload a patch that intentionally introduces security vulnerability, and at that point, you know, root the system. But honestly, like if you just sign up for the tugboat free tier, it gives you a console, and you don't have to root it because you know you have root. You also have, so, uh, yeah. You also have access to user one that can you can install modules through the UI, right? You have to get yeah, uh, I think you can. Yes, yeah. Uh, I believe uh, some folks are making use of that feature. I haven't tested it recently, um, but I know that some folks have have tried to do that. So hey, let's uh, let's talk about maybe long term. Simply test me. Um, yeah. Now that we've decided that we're not going to use it for evil. <laughs> yes. Right. Where, where is it going? Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, I think my my number one goal is really to have uh, to use it 
uh, right now it's a platform that I think is good for learning, but it's really focused on like the outward experience of Drupal, right? Um, I also feel like there's a tremendous benefit of Simply Test being a platform that people can use to contribute. So rolling uh, code changes and teaching people how to code and having that be a contribution to Simply Test, I think is is my uh, long-term goal and really grow the contributor base. Uh, I, I think that would uh, be a really great thing. Um, and I really don't, um, I, I'm a, I'm a big advocate for the diversity and inclusion initiatives. And I think that, uh, I also don't believe in people, you know, really doing code without being paid for it. If that's something that, you know, they're contributing back in a meaningful way and they want to learn and they want to grow professionally, they shouldn't have to be doing work for free. Um, so one of the things that I did, uh, was I set up uh, an open collective for Simply Test. And that open collective is actively raising money all the time, uh, both in recurring ways and one-time donations that anyone in the community, uh, groups, companies, or individuals are able to donate to Simply Test uh, to help us build up some capital uh, that could be used for infrastructure if we need it, uh, but also really primarily focused on helping to pay uh, for contributors. And it's been a goal of mine to try to help some of the less fortunate people uh, in the world, you know, or uh, folks that really deserve an opportunity in this industry to help them uh, provide that opportunity. It's not, you know, a high paying job or anything like that, but it something is better than nothing. Um, and, you know, I really want to, to use as much of the funding as possible uh, to help move Drupal 8 forward uh, pay people to do that, give them opportunities to learn, be there to advise them and help them in that process as well, um, and give them the right tools and, and place to do that uh, so that they can help uh, to, to really you know, use it as a launch pad uh, to do great things in the future. I want to hear about that in a second. Uh, first, I want to make sure I, I understand. Um, so the internet makes information free, but putting things on the internet isn't necessarily free. So there are already costs behind Simply Test Me. Correct. That's correct. So, yep. how how is that funded today? That's a really good question. So, um, the we have uh, infrastructure sponsors today, uh, Druid and Maloon, and uh, and now Tugboat uh, QA. So, Tugboat isn't raking you over the coals. That's Not good. at all. That's, that's good. As okay. a matter of fact, <laughs> uh, the Tugboat team and Lullabot uh, have been extremely generous in offering that back end for free. Awesome. That's awesome. And I, I, I didn't yeah, even know that. So I was just, it's fantastic. Joking. Uh, we don't have money. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and any money that we do have, uh, as I said, you know, we, we really want to try to, to stretch that as, as much as we can and help give and provide some opportunities for people to, you know, develop the tool and learn more about Drupal, learn more about web development in general, and really, uh, really use that as, as a way to, um, learn and get a career, um, in, in this world, you know, there's, um, a lot of coding boot camps and things like that, that, you know, also have a very similar, uh, mission and vision. And, uh, I think simply test is just one Avenue that I want to help, help do that and do that in the future even more. Uh, are there infrastructure limitations currently to people who can 
How, how many instances can be running it at, at a time? Or did we notice that during DrupalCon or anything like that? We did. When we first launched, um, uh, there was actually some pretty significant um, scaling things that needed to be addressed, primarily around like the the storage or the the ability to handle a number of concurrent instances. Um, and we were able to tune it pretty quickly okay. and get it uh, to, to match the, the load. Yep. But that's a good question. So t- talk to me about the Open Collective. How, 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 how do I learn more? Like, where do I go? What, what, is, what is it? So uh, the Open Collective is, um, I think it's just, yeah, opencollective.com slash simply test me. I can uh, post a link after this. We can put um, it in the show notes for sure. Yeah. Yeah, and it's it's been really useful. I think we've uh, been able to accept donations of all amounts uh, to date, and it's just been slowly building up. And uh, you know, I would say pretty soon, I want to try to um, you know offer up some features of the uh, um, to try to get the Drupal eight system done and out the door uh, through a donation, you know, try to get one or two of those features to move that forward and get like an alpha system up as soon as possible. What else are we missing here? I think one thing, Mike, that sometimes comes to mind, um, is really around, uh, you know, expanding the horizons of simply test (laughs) as it stands today and in a much more broader way. Uh, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility to look at, having this tool serve the WordPress community as an example. Yeah. Uh, and also maybe some other communities in the future. Uh, well, given, because given think, my knowledge of the tugboat backend, that makes sense, right? I mean, tugboat is whatever you want to run on Linux and yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but, uh, it's, it's interesting because it's actually like an entirely new set of tooling and, and completely different space <laughs> of like DevOps uh, practices that need to be looked at, you know. Very well, sure. Example, and I bet I you have think... API integration that's very Drupal specific. Yes, exactly. And, um, you know, there's, there's a lot there. Um, I mean, I, I think the WordPress community uses SVN, I believe. Uh, they do, in- yeah. Uh, I, I know there's a CLI tool, but I'm, I'm not sure how robust it is compared to Drush. And, um, you know, and uh, I think the only thing that is similar is really just a LAMP stack, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and certainly there's some way to, to reuse some of that, but I think it just sort of loads in a whole nother set of challenges. And, and even there's some governance related things uh, in the WordPress community that are different, you know, like I think paid projects and, uh, paid sponsorship that there's not, I don't think a, a solely unified infrastructure around, you know, their modules or their plugins or whatever you call them. So yeah, there's a lot there that needs to be evaluated, but um, it's not out of the realm of possibility. Cool. So um question for you. Um, if you had a magical genie, he's blue. The genie is blue. blue. Yeah. Because of Drupal's blue. No, and, uh, not necessarily. <laughs> <laughs> and um, this genie could grant one wish, just one, to do something for Drew, for Simply Test Me that could just like make it work and it would work perfectly and work well. What would that be? Wow. That is 
I'm not even sure I fully understand the question. No wishing for more wishes. Yeah, I think that is exactly the case. I mean, I if I if I had one wish, I would say I want like a massive donation because what I would be able to do with that is I could create a program around Simply Test and like an inclusion program, right? You don't necessarily mean a, a computer program. You're talking about like a an organization yeah, type. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, like an a, effort. A interns, yeah, ex- that could basically you know, just work on simply test, collaborate with each other, do it in a full-time capacity over a duration of time, could pay for some equipment, some books, some education, training, and that kind of stuff. Um, I've actually talked to uh, uh, Mike Anello about this, you know, as sort of my long-term goal. If the, um, you know, if I had a, a blank slate and unlimited money with the, tied to this, that uh, that's what I would do. And And he and I would kind of partner on, some of the training and enablement and then look to roll um, uh, enhancements into simply test and build out uh, some really great new community members and contributors and try to also place them at jobs afterwards. Um, and I know that's something that uh, some your team, you know, is also really passionate about and, uh, but look at almost like a, a placement program that try to get people set up with specific roles uh, of, of people in the uh, of other companies in the Drupal space and community that we could help to give them, you know, a leg up in the future. So that that's my pie in the sky response. <laughs> if I had one wish, but I would take more. All right. Well, like I, I mean, honestly, like money. Yeah, wishing for can, a fat stack of cash is always yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. Then you could like <laughs> yeah. you could turn that around to like multiple <laughs> wishes. You know, <laughs> wish for a billion dollars. I'm gonna spend you know That's two the, million on this, two million on that. No, no, no. The, the the answer then, Mike, is I wish that every time I needed money for something, I reach in my pocket and the exact change is there. You thought of this, haven't oh, you? Oh, wow. Are you kidding? Yeah. Mm. All right. Well, um, thanks for coming. Yeah. Is there anything yeah. else you want to add there, Adam? We appreciate you coming on today. Yeah. Thanks for having me. I mean, I, um, I'm just, I'm really excited about where Simply Test is going. I, you know, having, getting through this kind of modernized uh, backend infrastructure was a really big, you know, major step towards that. I think we're going to get this Drupal 8 thing moving now. And, you know, I'm really excited where the future goes. I think that it's, um, position really well to to you know be successful and serve people uh and yeah and if anybody feels like they want to help contribute to it or participate in it i'm always open to ideas uh how do how does someone get in touch with you if they want to uh, if they feel they could contribute there's a contact form on simplytest.me that you can use there's also my drupal.org profile there's a contact form on there that you can use to reach me um and i'm on twitter so twitter's pretty easy cool. and uh simply test me does have a twitter account you can reach out to people on there and amy june will probably see it uh and respond to it um but you know we're really excited to kind of get this system moving in a in a, a new and uh different direction and i think the the benefits are paying off for people already um so we've i think the future is bright cool so uh you're coming to florida drupal camp in february correct maybe uh the plans yes. have not been made yet yeah it's february 20th 
So February is a really nice time to come to Florida for Drupal camp. It by is. I, I do have firsthand experience with that. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I agree. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we've hung out before. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, thanks again, Adam. Thanks, Adam. Yeah, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. And uh, I hope you uh, both have a good day. Uh, we will.